listen in. Thanks for doing just that. Music. Music has some sort of magical, maybe mystical thing happening. Mystical. mystical. That couldn't be more sucked in. I love it. I love it. You see, I want to live life better, unless I'm in some sort of funk and all I want to do is wallow. Songs, artists, musicians, lyrics, they help me in all sides of life. They're like lifts in my shoes. I walk a little taller, my shoulders are on my back. Yeah. Bring on life. Bring it completely on. Bring on life. So I'm full of questions and I listen in. Luckily, or hopefully, I travel with a recorder and open SM58 microphones. You've got questions? You've got questions? I've got more. I'm Frank Jenks. I began listening in with a syndicated radio program, interspersing conversation pieces with songs and subject matter. And now, I just want to offer this fullness, the greatness, the insight directly from rock stars to you this way. Vantage. What kind of band name is Vantage? Well, I broke from my credo right from the start to not ask that question. I apologize to you, the band, and to myself for that moment of weakness. But it actually does lead into some enlightening stuff from Jackson Wise, who I think recorded his side of this Skype chat in a conference room. We did it on October 23rd, 2013. Have at. Enjoy. Hey, look, I, I so never ask about the name of a band, but I'm thinking... I want everybody to kind of listen to music and, you know, get a leg up on life. And I'm thinking, oh, the name of your band should be The Advantage. But it's just Vantage. So, so yeah, tell me why, uh, tell me, tell me where the name derived from, if you don't mind. Uh, the name The Vantage kind of just came up in like a, a brainstorm of, you know, what the band name should be. Of course, it's always... Probably one of the harder parts about being in a band is coming up with a good name. Um, it kind of spawned out of nowhere, and at first we kind of dismissed it, um, even though our ears perked up a little bit. But it's kind of supposed to just be, uh, you know, a reminder of, of why we're here, what we're here to do. Me and uh, James, um, the other half of the Vantage, were previously in a band called Safety Word Orange, so it was like kind of pop punk, pop, rock, whatever you want to call it. And uh, through that experience of being in that band, we kind of got a, an idea of where we wanted to go, what was behind us, um, where we are now. And so the vantage, you know, being kind of derived from the vantage point uh, is exactly that. So that's kind of how it came up. So then what is it that you guys determined that you want to do? You know, Frank, I'd say that we are trying to just spread spread a message through our music. It's not necessarily just one message, um, although we like to kind of inspire some hope in people, although there's different ways to do that and there's different mediums to go about it. Uh, I think we just want to have our voice heard a little bit and connect with as many people as possible along the way. And so... Why hope? You know what I mean? That's, that's such a goofy question to ask, I know, but it's like, 
yeah, I guess where where did this come from? Is it something that you guys went, man? I've seen a lot of hurting people in the world, or you guys have been through some 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 screwy times, or yeah, yeah. Where where yeah where where does hope derive from inside the vantage? Uh, I'd say hope kind of we've we've both been had our own uh, crappy times that we've gone through and and you know trials. Um, I think. Just right now, where we are, we're trying to do something that, you know, isn't isn't the easiest thing to do. And I think just in general, there's a lot of things going on in our world and, it, you know, in our little bubble as well as other pockets of the world that we see and, you know, maybe we have an opinion on it and we don't want to put any our opinion down anyone's throat. That's not our goal, but... We do want to, you know, maybe raise some questions and kind of, I, I don't know, there's there's certain songs that uh, when you hear a song that has a good a good message to it, it's it's easy to connect and it and it can, uh, you know, really bring a lot out of the the listener. So so then what is, um, I guess that's why I connected so quickly with On My Way, because in my in my head checking it out, I thought, well, if I can let go of whatever is bogging me down and then start, start over, start anew, this is a good thing. Is, is that where you guys were kind of heading with that song? Yeah. On My Way kind of came about in, a, in an odd way. Um, the, the chorus hook, the On My Way is the chanty part, we had come up with that about a year prior, like right after that previous band had uh, disbanded. And... Um, we just were writing together, and we both knew it was a great hook. Um, but then, you know, probably about a year went by where we weren't really working together. James had moved to Austin to kind of work on music, and I was in Richmond, Virginia. And then he hit me up being like, hey, I think I got some studio time booked. I'd like you to join. Let's do this. Um, and it was kind of a weird time because, you know, having the band – uh, disband, uh, you know, did cause some turmoil between everyone. Um, so it was a little apprehensive on my end to, to go in and we kind of just were feeling it out. Um, and so I sent James that idea again and said, Hey, I think this could be a good idea. Uh, see what you can do over it. And, um, I think he, he kind of took it as, okay, uh, I'm, I'm putting down everything, all my mistakes I made previously. I'm going to I'm going to start over and and this is going to be it. This is going to be the song to do it. Um so that's how on my way came about and I think he knocked it out of the park. It really he does a good job of uh kind of convincing the listener of what he's going through. I I love it that honestly, I just still love it that music can do that, right? I mean, it's like somehow you guys can write it and record it and it pulls a dude sitting in this chair out of my own slump. Well, well, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. It's it's crazy how music kind of transcends, and uh, it's got some very powerful things to it. So I love it. Yeah, it it, it crosses time zones. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it goes from s- Central Time to Eastern Standard. You know, maybe to GMT. I don't even know where that is. The craziest part I have to say is throughout this this process and you know kind of putting that song out we've 
seen so much uh, praise on SoundCloud. And SoundCloud is such a worldwide audience that literally I get message from, messages from people in Africa, people in France. It's insane, and it's really kind of uh, gratifying. And, and crazy to think that, you know, the Internet is this weird kind of fucked up place where a lot of, you know, a lot of hate breeds on the Internet. But at the same time, it really allows people to connect um, where who, you know, 10 years ago, I would never have thought I could talk to someone in Africa so easily and share something that's mine with them. I guess, and and I guess then that goes right back to the idea of why you guys are doing this, right? Is instill a little hope, and if it if it if it crosses all the time zones and sort of spins around the world in some sort of wacky, <laughs> wacky internet way, then beautiful thing. Yes, exactly. That's you know that's the goal is that we can get this out on a wide, on a large scale, and kind of get it in people's ears and heads and minds and hearts. You know. All the body parts, internal organs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's, so then talk to me about something in the air because that's, like, yeah. I guess talk to me because I, I thought that was completely about feeling alive. Yeah. So something in the air, James. That was James's song, and he kind of he had showed it to me probably about six months prior to when we decided to go back in the studio, and it almost didn't make the cut. We were, uh, you know, experimenting with ideas like a day before, I think we, we took a day to kind of collect our ideas being in the same room because he was in Austin, so we met in New Jersey. And we kind of were brainstorming, okay, what songs are we going to show? Rob Freeman, the producer. Um, and we just kind of worked on a bunch of songs, and then later that evening I was like, hey, dude, what about that song, Something in the Air? And he's like, I don't know, it's kind of, you know, I don't, I don't know about it. And I was like, dude, that's a great song, we gotta, we got to show it to him, and of course... As soon as he started playing it, Rob Freeman, uh, his ears perked up. That song's, you know, I can't speak for James, but he's he's described it to me. It's it's kind of just a, it's supposed to be a cheery jam about kind of letting go of all your little, you know, qualms that you have and and realizing what's right in front of you, the, you know, the something in the air that kind of gets you going. And, and motivates you. Um. Yeah. I, um, yeah, again, like I said, I'm just trying to find anything anywhere that will inspire me to, to move forward. And, and I thought it was interesting too. A, a couple of the other tracks were, I guess I thought they were a lot about maybe breaking apart from like a partner you've been having. And it's like, well, maybe that, maybe that's the way you start new too again. Yeah, totally. Um, it, yeah, I I can definitely see that you know the the lead track on on the EP changes is definitely about kind of looking back at at your mistakes and and seeing how you can how you can switch it up the next time or you know get another go at it and thankfully we have been able to start over because you know sometimes uh, you know I'd like to say that everyone has the ability to start over but people do make decisions in their life that kind of prohibit them from moving forward in certain aspects. So we're, we're very thankful to not be in that boat. But isn't that sort of like a self-inflicted wound? It's like, if we choose not to, 
not to move past something. It's it's I guess I guess I just said it, right? It's a it's a choice. It's definitely a choice. So talk to me about the song uh Chasing After You if you if you don't mind talking about that song. Yeah, of course. Um Chasing After You is is like this sexy jazz number. I don't I don't want to say it's a jazz number, but it's kind of got those jazzy chords to it. Um I had come up with the guitar part and I was I mean, I'm personally that's like my baby, I love that. Um, <laughs> it could be my my most prized guitar part that I've written, but that's neither here nor there. I sent it to James, um, and and naturally the vibe of it is very, you know, like smoky jazz club room, and he just uh, kind of went off that. It's a it's about um, you know kind of that that girl that you're you're chasing after that you know isn't good for you and probably doesn't do you much good but something about her is uh draws you in and uh i think he did a pretty good job of yeah of translating that to the listener it's the one song or one of the few songs um that james has told me he he wrote completely fictional character usually he's pulling from you know certain experiences or feelings that he's that he's having um, but that one was uh, was kind of fictional, which is cool from a writer's standpoint. Hey, so I, I don't mean to jump over from the start, and if you want to talk about that song, great. But I, I guess I really, I guess I really thought there was something in the song "City I'm Dreaming Of." Yeah, "City I'm Dreaming Of" is is a cool one as well. That one um, came about earlier than than some of the others. That was in the first session of songs we did, and that's. Kind of similar uh, with Chasing After You, just kind of about a girl um, that that's all over the place, and and it's it's kind of about a girl, but it's also kind of about being somewhere new. Um, it was written kind of in between James moving from Richmond to Austin, so there's there's little bits of that in there as well. Um, but it, it relates back to, you know, uh, a, f- a female that, that you're, you can't really get out of your head, but you also can't find her. So it's this mysterious girl that you just, you want and you know, she's, she's there, but you just don't know where. Well, maybe the, maybe sometimes the city is the girl and the girl is the city or some sort of metaphorical thing going on there because... When you're chasing after something and you don't know if you're going to get there, it's just a weird, a weird in between feeling. But you keep moving towards something. At least I hope you keep moving towards something. Yeah, exactly. I think that that was one of the reasons why um, James actually made this move out to Austin in the first place was just he knew where he currently was wasn't the place, and he was chasing after I think a place too. <laughs> to rest his bones. No, no problem with wanting to rest your bones, and then also, uh, you know, trying to liven him up too when you get to his studio and record stuff. So that's that's very cool. I'm I'm, I'm happy to see you guys are on a uh, a track to something that is hopefully going to be uh, big benefits for not only you guys but for people like me too. Well, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. It's, it's definitely exciting times. I love that. 
Cool, man. Thanks for the time. I appreciate it. Not a problem. Thanks. Every time I chat with a new band or up and coming, however you want to describe it, I just hope, hope, hope they find their way. Thank you, thank you, thank you for reals. I know you're searching. Don't, don't stop. Keep on scouring lyrics and songs and movies and books and anywhere you can find inspiration. Because, and I know I'm still wrestling with this, you are worthy of love and a great life. Give and get. Listen in and share the goodness. I sign off sincerely, comma, Frank Jenks. Questioner, interviewer, searcher, hoper. (laughs) 